So there has been this conversation about traditionalism, which I am a traditional woman. And so I take, um, a, you know, a great deal of attention to pay attention to what people are saying. So in this podcast, um, I will be talking about the crime that has been committed against the life of traditionalism and the lies that have been told. And one particular lie um, I will address. So welcome to this podcast. My name is Nicole Michelle, founder and femininity mentor for the Inner Beauty Movement. We're all about helping women reconnect with their feminine power and simplifying the pathway to marriage. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, definitely follow this podcast to follow us on all social media platforms, especially YouTube and Instagram. So let me jump right into it and let me just give you my thoughts on how traditionalism has been warped into this sort of uh, transactional um, relationship between men and women. Now, on a basic level, yeah, um, transactions happen all the day, all the time. And so what we uh, want to do is not um, erase the fact that, yeah, there is a basic transaction between men and women, but it's not a I give, you give, I give, you give. It is reciprocal, which is a term I like to use instead of transaction. It's reciprocal, which means I give based on my role in the relationship and you give based on your role in the relationship. And therefore, we're constantly giving to each other. And it's not, um, it, you know, 50-50 down the middle. It will never be completely even simply because, you know, one person might be sick. You know, one person um, may not be 100% um, to where they need to. And the other person in the marriage will have to cover that person. And so it won't always be 100%, but more often than not, it will be. And, you know, in these conversations about traditionalism, one is always centered around people who are dating, which is the part that I really want to address today because people who are not traditional want to adopt traditional concepts and apply them to dating. And herein lies the rub, because as a traditional woman, and if you are a traditional woman or a traditional man listening to this, you're already, your ears are burning, because you know where I'm about to go with this. Because as traditional people, marriage is the ultimate goal. Marriage, family, our faith, is the center uh, cornerstone of who we are. And that's a principle that we follow and we apply to our lives, our faith and our family. So you have people who are not proponents of marriage, may or may not be, but what they are trying to do is adopt traditional concepts, traditional traits and apply them towards dating and make that the new norm. Now, what dating people do is their business, but when they try to apply traditionalism to it, um, I have to, you know, I have to push back because what it's doing is um, confusing a new generation of women into believing that they do not have to be traditional and still require the man to be traditional in the dating and mating phase. So while they're dating, they can require a man to pay bills. And if he refuses to do that, then he is not truly traditional. 
Well, I raised the point that you're not traditional and neither is he. When you're dating, the only thing that needs to be happening is sort of like a dance where he asks you out, you accept. You go out on the date, he pays, right? This is traditional dating. This is setting the stage for a traditional marriage, right? And with him paying for the date, he's setting the tone to say, I can provide for you. He's getting her used to the fact that when you're with me, I'm your cover. I'm your protector, but I'm also your provider. I'm providing this meal. I'm providing you protection, right? I'm taking you to and from the date. I'm paying for the date. I'm making sure you're okay. I'm asking you out, which demonstrates leadership qualities. I'm choosing the place we go with your input, but ultimately we are dating. And this is the dance, I like to call it, that couples do in the process to becoming a traditional marriage. Now, what modern people like to do is apply that to modern dating. Two people who may or may not have marriage as the ultimate goal. One thing we do know is marriage is not on the table immediately. And even if it is on, in, uh, in, you know, on the table immediately, it's something that they're just not um, maybe probably confused. I, I'll give them that. They may be confused about how dating is going. And they do like that a man pays for dates. He asks you out. You know, the chivalry part of it. And they do like the part about, uh, you know, traditional marriage where the man pays. So they want to apply that, uh, pays all the bills to be specific. And they want to apply that to traditional dating. In traditional marriages, the family lives off the resources and the earnings of the husband. And the traditional wife is primarily responsible for taking care of the home and is the primary caregiver of the children. Right. So she manages that. So they take those traits and apply it or try to apply it to dating, meaning a single modern woman who's dating. She gives the man a guilt trip because he refuses to pay her bills and men are right to give pushback. You're not required to pay a woman's bills when you are dating her, not even courting her. When you say I do, that is when you begin to pay all of her bills. That is when you have made a vow before God and man that you will cover this woman uh, by providing and protecting her in the role of a husband. Prior to that, she's responsible as any other adult to pay her own bills. And this is the ludicrousy of it that I wanted to speak to. And I just wanted to put that on the record that anyone or any woman that requires a man to pay all of her bills prior to marriage should be avoided at all costs. Now, if you are just a generous man and you want to do that, then who are who are we to say that you're wrong? Who who is anyone to say that you're wrong? So let me just say that if you decide you want to help her out, you want to offer her some, uh, some assistance, which a lot of women will need. <laughs> they will need it because they are living check to check. They do, uh, or a lot of them are living above their means. So they will need your help. So if you want to be a genu- uh, a generous man because you have affections for her, you love her, uh, who are we to say, pass judgment to say you cannot pay a bill or two or pitch in or pay all of her bills? I mean, we're going to see a lot of cases where that's actually necessary, uh, you know, because she she needs help. You're not required to. 
But a lot of men will say, you know what, I see she's struggling. I do have feelings for her. I do see that this is a serious relationship. I will pitch in. And until we get married, um, I'm going to pitch in. Nothing wrong with that. The problem I do have with this is that it teeters on becoming a transactional relationship where there's no feelings involved. It is clear, cut, and dry. Uh, I did for you, so you did for me. So the more a man contributes to a woman's lifestyle, the more he's going to require on the back end. And that crosses the boundaries of traditionalism because most traditional couples, if they're truly traditional, like straight down the line, they are not having sex before marriage. And if they are, it's without a, after a commitment. But this, they stick to the Bible as close uh, and as best they can. And so when you start doing it, well, I paid all your bills. Now you're looking at her to compensate for why you paid all her bills. And ladies, when you require a man to pay all of your bills, don't expect to be little Miss Annie and not have to put out because that is what he's going to start to expect. And this is why I tell traditional couples when you are um, deciding to be traditional and you are planning to have a traditional marriage, it should not be a requirement that you pay all her bills. It's really not anyway, but when you do that, even out of the kindness of your heart, you pay her bills, you are subconsciously expecting something on the back end. And you would be dishonest to say that you aren't. And you would be upset if she said, well, you paid all my bills, but I still want to wait till marriage to have sex. <laughs> so let's just be honest and, and say that the more you contribute to her way of life, the more you expect from her on the back end. And let's just say sex and favors. Let's just put it like that. So with that being said, traditional couples, uh, when they're dating, uh, you're an adult woman, ladies, get out there and do it the best way you can. Um, handle your money well, pay off your debts, right? Be smart with your money. Nobody wants to marry a woman in debt. That's hard to do these days, but most men would love a woman who's a great wife and comes with no debt. So alleviate as much debt as possible. But in the dating phase, he is not required to pay your bills. And you should, as a traditional woman, already know that. But in case you didn't know that, um, this is a red flag to truly traditional men. And you could possibly push away a great, competent man that could possibly be your husband by requiring him to pay all your bills before marriage. And fellas, if that's what you want to do, be my guest. Just understand you're teetering dangerously on making that relationship more transactional than it is giving. And no one wants to have sex out of requirement. They want to have sex out of love. And you don't want it to turn into a manipulation fest where she's manipulating you by getting you to pay her bills before marriage and without having sex. And you're manipulating her by giving her the money but like silently expecting her to know that she's supposed to put out. That becomes a manipulation fest and nobody wins. And what could have been a potentially good bond that leads to marriage is now done. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you follow me on YouTube and Instagram and make sure you support this podcast. I appreciate you and share and like it. Thank you.